This is Monocle on Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly programme where we discuss everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Maylie Evans. The French luxury brand Cartier has long been associated with fine jewellery and wristwatches since starting out back in 1874. But what is the essence of the company's design philosophy? And why do their timeless timepieces hold such appeal for collectors and watch enthusiasts alike? At the most recent edition of the Trade Fair Watches and Wonders held in Switzerland, Monocle's fashion editor Nathalie Theodosi caught up with Pierre Reynera, Cartier's image, style and heritage director. She began by asking why one of their designs, the Cartier Tank, a watch inspired by military vehicles, but with a little Art Deco flair too, has remained so popular and relevant with customers today. There's no purest proposition in terms of design around uh, a wristwatch, because when you think of the essence of a design, it's two simple parallel lines linking two parts of a strap or a bracelet, and there's no other design solution as simple as that one. And I think the working towards that simplicity conveys also, um, let's say, a very strong notion of elegance in the design process, but also in the final object when it's worn on the wrist. It's so simple, so easy to wear, also so flat. I think that also is, conveys that idea of elegance. So that's probably why I think this design looks so modern at every single period. It's a very strong design, combining an eye on what makes some, an object beautiful, but also how functionality can be integrated in a beautiful design. Both considerations led to that object. And you find that this purest approach defines Cartier watch design? I like to say towards purity, but not purity in the sense, you know, there was a famous architect, you know, at the beginning of the 20th century called Adolf Loss, who wrote a book saying that uh, the decor was a crime. That's not our philosophy. I would rather say or talk about essence or essential design. So when we work on a shape, we try to find what makes it essential. It doesn't prevent us from playing with some decor or decoration or elements in that in that watch but it has to be relevant in the global entire design not something that you perceive as added to that essential shape so that's why I, I would rather say the taste for essential shape rather than absolute purity because absolute purity would be philosophically to get rid of everything which is not our philosophy and on top of that you will notice that we are a jeweler <laughs> and we like to work with precious materials with some density preciousness in in not only in terms of uh, cost but in terms of richness of a texture of a material when you create a paved watch for instance it's a total different perception because the stones playing with light modify your your perception of a shape of a volume and we know that because we are jewelers so we know how to play with that texture and possibilities that stones can offer but also the reflection on metal this version is very very interesting in that context because we choose to work with brushed surfaces rather than polished ones and there's a total different effect on the volume of the watch. When you think about materials and the construction of watches, how much of that is tra the tradition of craft and investing in, in artisans and how much is it also investing in new technologies and innovation or is it 
having to achieve a balance between the two. That consideration is not the starting point of view. What is the starting point of view is a permanent research for new propositions, for variations, for innovations in terms of shapes. And then it can be linked to existing savoir-faire or new savoir-faire indifferently. And we don't make you know, a scale of uh, values between one and the other. What counts at the end is the final result. Whatever the tools we used Okay, we are satisfied if it's also uh, the result of an exploration of uh, a new savoir-faire, a new know-how. Um, but at the end, what counts is uh, the beauty of the object and the relevance of everything we did to achieve that level of, um, of beauty. So, yes, it can appeal to work with new craftsmanship or, or revival of ancient craftsmanship, but the notion is the final perception of the object, that's the interest. People's passion for watches just keeps growing every time we come here and I mean especially when it comes to, to those uh, heritage mm -hmm. styles like the Tang. What is it do you think at this moment in time that has made watches top of the agenda for collectors, for luxury shoppers? There are so many aspects in, in a watch that can create um, a desire, having to have them. Um, first, they are objects of design. That's a Cartier point of view. That's our vision since the beginning of Cartier and the activity of watch of watchmaking. Second, uh, there is a technical part uh, that could be a subject of interest for many people. When you, we say that, we are very similar to cars. You know, uh, the engine and, uh, and the, uh, the final aspect. But uh, at the difference of cars, but much easier to wear and to keep in your house, you know. Those three elements, uh, I think, do gather collectors together. That's why I think there's so much interest. I think there is artistic point of view, uh, at least from our side, but also the, there's so much variety in, uh, in the watchmaking, so that's why also collectors uh, are very happy in, in that field. Pierre Reynero, Image Style and Heritage Director at Cartier, in conversation with Monocle's fashion editor, Natalie Theodosi. If you're eager for more design stories, then listen to Tuesday's edition of Monocle on Design, hosted by Nick Minise. Or if you prefer print, then pick up a copy of Monocle magazine on all good newsstands now. Today's episode was produced by me, Maylie Evans. Thank you for listening. Thank you.